government tap wires without a court order, detain suspected enemies without specific charges, subject members of one religious group to additional scrutiny at our borders. These are precisely the sorts of decisions that J. Edgar Hoover and his successors faced in dealing with communism for much of the 20th century. So there should be a great deal we could learn from reading about that time. But today... Communism and anti-communism are just terms that appear on tests, like the Whig, Greenback, or Know-Nothing parties. Flattened out into a chronology of unfamiliar names and forgettable dates, the great dramas of the 20th century are useless to us. We can benefit from the story of communism and anti-communism only if we experience it as the people who lived it did, with passion. Once you step inside the mind of that recent past, you'll have a new tool for facing the challenges of our time. The Truth of American History There are two ways to tell the story of America. Here's one. Yearning to be free, courageous individuals set out from England to the New World. From the Mayflower on, the spirit of this land has been that of liberty and personal effort. No longer needing to bow to kings or obey priests, Americans set out to improve themselves and to show the world what democracy, industry, and individual effort could achieve. America is the land where anyone can make good. We see that over and over again, from the farmers of the rocky soil of New England, to the settlers hitching up their wagons to go west, to the immigrants flocking to our shores, to the intrepid businessmen who built the shops, factories, and corporations that made this land the wealthiest place in the world. America is proof that capitalism works. Every person seeking his own fortune, aiming to make it, can succeed. Here's a second way to describe our past. As the communists see it, what you have just read is a lie. America was settled by racists who murdered Indians, enslaved Africans, and silenced women. Every time the poor or the enslaved tried to rise up, they were either shot at or imprisoned. Worse yet, Through the aid of the media, and with the cooperation of prosecutors, judges, and lawmakers, those heroes who fought for all Americans were called un-American. America's poor are kept docile by TV, games, and fast food. They are pigs at the trough, fed slop to keep them happy on the way to the slaughterhouse. As the journalist John Reed wrote in 1918, Nothing teaches the American working class except hard times and repression. Hard times are coming. Repression is organized on a grand scale. America is proof. In order for capitalists to get filthy rich, they must have a base of the divided, ignorant poor they can use. The future belongs to the people, united, working together for a future in which all share and all are equal. It is nice to believe the first story. It feels good. You can feel proud to be an American and hopeful about the future. But if, having grown up with that patriotic tale, you began to see the holes in it, the land stolen from the Indians, the endless labor of the Africans, the strikes broken by Pinkertons hired by callous bosses, the illegal wiretapping and break-ins organized by the FBI, Then the second story offers a thrilling clarity. It is like waking up from a dream. You suddenly understand the way America, and indeed the world, works. The author Arthur Kessler, who was a communist for many years, 
described that moment perfectly. New light seems to pour from all directions across the skull. The whole universe falls into pattern like the stray pieces of a jigsaw puzzle assembled by magic at one stroke. And you have a mission. You must bring this truth to the world. You must free your fellow Americans from their illusions. You must be the beacon of truth in a land of lies. The first view celebrates individuals, the brave pioneer, the courageous immigrant, the brilliant inventor. A nation is great if it protects our right to make choices, to pray, to vote, to make money, to pass our property on to our children. In this view, the more freedom each one of us has, the better off we all are. The second view turns those same beliefs upside down. The 19th century German philosopher Karl Marx claimed that the tale of individual choice and progress was...